expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 76 points this morning from yesterday's close at 14,098 on turnover of 2 billion NT. The Ministry of Transportation and Communications says Taiwan has reported more than 2,500 road fatalities in the first 10 months of 2022, up 6% year-on-year and its highest level in nine years. MOTC officials say there were more than 300,000 total traffic accidents in the first 10 months of this year, marking a 5.5% increase from the same period last year. In 2020, Taiwan reported 12.6 traffic fatalities per 100,000 individuals, four times higher than Japan and Denmark, and six times higher than Sweden. The MOTC has attributed the high death toll in Taiwan to a high number of scooter-related accidents. And MOTC Minister Wang Guocai is calling on local governments to work with the ministry to improve road safety. France's defense minister has pledged further military support for Ukraine, insisting his government's backing is unflagging, while efforts are also being made with Moscow to reach an eventual negotiated end to Russia's invasion. Minister for the Armed Forces Sebastian Lecourneau said support will include French army equipment and a 200 million euro fund that would allow Ukraine to purchase weapons. Lecourneau said France was giving military equipment from the French army to the Ukrainian army, but highlighted that this would not weaken France's defense. Officials have also said France could deliver a new air defense system in the future, without revealing details, though Ukraine's defense minister added that France would immediately begin training Ukrainian air officers on how to use it. The minister said his trip to Kiev was important to identify the priorities of the Ukrainian defense ministry. Newly released transcripts from the U.S. House Committee on the events of January 6 show how former President Donald Trump was considering giving pardons to numerous people involved in the Capitol riot. Caroline Malone reports from Washington. A number of Trump's advisers, White House staffers and Republican members of Congress were involved in seeking pardons from the former president due to the events of January 6, 2021. 
New witness transcripts, including from Trump's director of personnel, Johnny McEntee, show how the former president had even floated the idea of a blanket pardon for people involved in the breach of the Capitol. Among those named as seeking pardons were members of Congress who attended a December 21st meeting in which a plan to overturn the election was discussed. Mark Meadows, Trump's chief of staff, sought broad pardons for people who had been inside the Capitol that day, according to testimony from Cassie Hutchinson, something Meadows denies. The January 6th House Committee released their full report last week, but are publishing more transcripts for fear of what will happen to evidence once Republicans take over the House in January. Caroline Malone, Washington. And hundreds of opposition supporters have rallied in the Armenian capital, urging the government to act to unblock a vital road linking Armenia to the separatist region of Nagorno-Karabakh. Azeri protests have choked off basic supplies to the territory. Both the protesters in Yerevan Wednesday and Armenian authorities have accused Russian peacekeepers deployed to the area of failing to take adequate steps to lift the blockade, something Moscow denies. Nagorno-Karabakh lies within Azerbaijan, but has been under control of ethnic Armenian forces, backed by Yerevan, since a separatist war there ended in 1994. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there! I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday, Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.